This call is being recorded. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Good morning. It's Deborah Evans. Good morning, Deborah Evans. Good morning, Felicita. Good morning, Felicita. It's Diane. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Diane. Good morning, Miss Alina. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday is sunshine. Good morning, sunshine. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? 
Good morning, Tammy. This is Bubbly. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Bubbly. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Eva. Could you say for my day? You said, can we pray for your leg, did you say, Yvonne? Okay, yes. Yes, we certainly can. Amen. God is good all the time. That's right. (laughs) Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Morning, VV, and the Victory Club. Victory Club. Jesus, you know I'm cooking this, Didi. Good morning. <laughs> I just finished boot camp and I can't breathe. Help me, Lord. <laughs> Good morning. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> Go ahead and catch your breath. <laughs> Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Good morning. Happy Wednesday, Sister Tracy. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Claire Victory. This is Valencia. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who's on the line? Good morning, Valacita. It's JC. How are you? Doing wonderful. Happy Wednesday, JC. Thank you. Happy Wednesday to you as well, hon. Thank you. Good morning, Declare Victory. Good morning. And who's this? This is Sister Denise. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning, Declare Victory. It's Dondria. Good morning, Valuable. Good morning, Dondria. Happy Wednesday. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we, we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place your phones on mute. And we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. 
Be sure to join us daily in April for the monthly theme entitled Expectation. You don't want to miss the messages, teachings, lessons, and heart shares that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declarers. You will definitely be blessed. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fasts for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. when we will call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Next, we encourage you to partner with Declare Victory in giving in an effort to share the gospel both locally and abroad. We thank you in advance for your gift. Please visit www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me forward slash declare victory or Cash App dollar sign I declare victory. Again, that's Cash App dollar sign I declare victory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. I was unable to successfully access the online prayer request. So after the call, I will see if I can gain access to that. And if I see a prayer request from you, I will be sure to post it in the victory room. My apologies for that. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Bernice. The declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise by Bernice. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments hosted by Dion. We do have one spoken request, though. I apologize. That was from Yvonne, and she is asking for prayer for her leg. Again, that's Sister Yvonne asking for prayer for her leg. The scripture today is Luke chapter 6, verse 34. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners, expecting to be repaid in full. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to Bernice. Have a blessed day. Father, in the name of Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, once again, we come to establish our legal right and we take dominion and declare victory. Spirit of the living God, thank you for keeping us in perfect peace as we keep our minds on you. Your peace we receive. We thank you for all things that are working together for our good and the good of those who we love. We thank you, Father. As we come in the name of the resurrected Jesus and the name of God in the name of God who we serve, that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. We declare victory as we enter into your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise, humbled and acknowledging that you are with us, that your presence surrounds us. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. Now we ask, O oh Father, that you would give us a mind, O oh God, and a heart 
to know and to always know that your word is true, that we can trust and believe that everything that you say will manifest itself as long as we believe. You said that anything that we ask that you would give to us, and for that we thank you in the name of Jesus. We glorify you. We magnify your holy name. We thank you for the blood of Christ for the power given to us to make us strong, a light to those in darkness. Holy Spirit, we need your help now. Help us to intercede on behalf of this world, on behalf of this nation, on behalf of our family and friends, on behalf of our coworkers. We thank you in the name of Jesus. As we intercede, oh Father, for the things that you have called us to do, those things that you have called us to say. We thank you, O oh Father, that the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart is acceptable to you, O oh God. We declare victory because we know that the kingdom of God lives in all of us. Everyone on this line, we know that we can do nothing without you and ask that you would help us all. For Jesus, you said, remain in me, and I will remain in you. The thief comes only to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Therefore, today we pray heaven down to keep hell from rising up, for the kingdom of this world is, not, is now the kingdom of our Lord and of, of, of Christ Jesus. From Revelations 11 and 15, we have come today to destroy every obstacle that prevents us from having access to the kingdom of God and to tear down and completely remove hindrances. The very thing that divides the army of God into fractions and divisions that the enemy can manipulate and keep ineffective. We thank you, Father, as we enter into your gates. We ask you first to forgive us for anything we may have said in our words. Lord, what have we said that may have caused someone to fall, forgive us. What wrong thinking have we had that caused us to move in an ungodly direction? Father of mercy, forgive us. What deeds have we committed that would have changed a person's mind about walking with you? Father, forgive us. Release any anger, bad feelings, resentment, or any other wrong attitude before we lay them at your feet right now. Forgive us. Father of mercy, for we know not what we do. We declare victory, and we thank you for every gift that you have given to us, the gift of life, presenting us with another opportunity to love and to serve you here on earth for our good health, our bodies being a temple in which the Holy Spirit dwells, our bodies being a temple in which the Holy Spirit can dwell. Thank you for our family and our friends and those who dwell in their households who you watch over and protect for us because you know that we love them. We thank you, Father, for sending us out, even though we have to do it by phone, even though, Father God, we might have to do it by Zoom. We thank you, Father, if we have to do it Facebook Live. We thank you, Father, for giving us the um, the boldness to go and to say and give out the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We thank you. And we thank you because Jesus Christ intercedes on our behalf. We declare victory. 
for this is the day that the Lord has made. We are rejoicing and we are glad. Bless us and enlarge our territory. Let your hand be with us and keep us, our family and those we love, from harm so that we can be free from pain. We ask, oh, Father God, that you would bless Yvonne, that you would heal her body, oh, God. We expect rapid healing in the name of Jesus. We expect, oh, Father God, that she would come back with a testimony saying that you have healed her body, that you have changed her, her legs, oh, Father God, as she walks, oh, Father God, in deliverance of you, from you. I thank you in the name of Jesus for the um, DV family. We thank you for all things that you would bless each one exceedingly abundantly above all that you can, that they can ask or think. We declare victory. Be merciful, O oh Father, for those leaders, O oh Father, and our government. Be merciful, O oh Father. You said that we should pray for those for those people who may have wronged us or those people who have deceived us or those who have despitefully used us, oh God. We just thank you, oh Father God, that, that um, all of this is working together for our good. You, oh Father God, are all that we need and all that we know. We welcome you, oh God. I'm Jehovah Rapha, you are the God who heals and we declare victory. You are the God of all comfort. We call upon you now on this day, for we know that your word tells what your word says. We thank you, O oh Father. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all affliction, so that we will be able to comfort those who, who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Second Corinthians 1, 3 through 4. Thank you that when we who are righteous cry out, you hear, you deliver from all troubles. You are close to the brokenhearted and you save those of us who are crushed in spirit. And we thank you for it in the name of Jesus. Father of abundance, Jehovah Jireh, take care to provide for your people in the name of Jesus. We thank you, O oh Father, for your clear word that's confirming your word and reminding us through your people, O oh Father, that our nations, O oh Father God, are our responsibility when it comes to prayer. We have an oil on our life in the face of adversity and the processes that you have, O oh Father God, that everything we do is what we are and everything we are is what we do. We win if we don't quit. Thank you for destiny, O oh Father God. When the enemy comes in like a flood, thank you for lifting up a standard. We thank you, O oh God, that we have that standard that we, can, that we can stand on in the name of Jesus. We glorify and we magnify your holy name. Father, we declare victory for um, our government. In the name of Jesus, we declare victory for troops. We declare victory for our churches and pastors. We know that the church is called to be a divine warrior as to stand one man fully armed against the enemy. The church can only be as strong as the individual members in it. And we thank you that we are armed. We give you thanks in the name of Jesus. 
that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and that you have given us the strength that considers some of us faithful to carry out the work necessary to bring those who are unable to hear your word those who are held captive and need to be set free and to those who are blind to the spiritual things of God the Father Father of mercy and grace help us oh Father God to be what we need to be as the church we ask oh Father God that you give us instructions that are clear help us to abide by them give us boldness to defend the gospel openly so that those who are babies in the gospel may not be deceived oh god precious lord make our personal lives attractive to the unbeliever there is light cause us your people to lead in the worship to lead worship and bring us to a place where prayer is a priority let your worship be so strong so profound that the world looks on and is affected by the truth that is written in your word and thereby placing us your we your people in high regard and the people father god in high regard can hear us and will see us show us your posture help us rebuild oh god in the name of jesus father in hell, heaven help us help us here to be who you have called us to be. Help us to take action and we expect to see it. Help us to affect change. Help us to help the church, oh God, other believers, the church by being examples, teachers, leaders. Help us to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. Give us your people an impartation of divine love which comes from a pure heart and a good conscience and sincere faith and confirm it spirit of the living God help us to come into compliance so that so that we may be in your timing show us our true purpose and revel and relevance let us be let your revelation oh father God be so seen to that we can see um, that you will be revealed to us in your fullness in the name of Jesus. I glorify, magnify your holy word. Oh, God, thank you that we, your church, are called the body of Christ and for giving us dominion and power over principalities revealed now in the name of Jesus. We declare victory. Father, we ask, oh, Father God, that we know that we can rejoice together and declare victory. We are here, Lord. We welcome we welcome um, everything that you have given to us. We thank you for the faith that we have. We thank you, O oh Father God, that our feet are standing in your gate of praise. Hallelujah. If we take our phones off of mute, we can worship you. We worship you with Glory, praise. Hallelujah. You are the Lord you, our Lord God, Jesus. and there is no other. Thank no you, one Lord. is holy like you. Hallelujah. There is no one like you, our God. We thank you, O God, that the language of love is the language of love is revealed to you. We thank you in the name of Jesus that every knee shall bow in your name is above every name. And that your name comes every name comes. 
We thank you, O oh Father, for all things. And we pray, O oh Father, that you would make us um, the, your people. That Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. That means my fault. That was uh, a bad aside. Um, good morning, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Um, thank God for each and every one of you this morning. Thanking and praising God for another opportunity to tell you, God, you're great and greatly to be praised. There's someone that needs to mute their line. I'll give you just a second to do that. Simply to protect the integrity of the call. If you could check, triple check, and uh, quadruple check your phone. There's still just a little bit of background noise. Amen. <clears throat> so again, just giving honor to God this morning. I'm very thankful. There's still some. You need to mute your phone for me, whoever that is. You. Whoever is saying thank you, Lord, if you can mute your phone for it, you are welcome to say thank you, Lord. Just do it on mute for us, please. Amen. Amen. Um, thanking God for this season of Lent and Passover and all the different uh, seven songs that are popping up. I'm looking forward to hearing all of those as if we were in a physical location, excited, um, uh, just really looking at the parallel between uh, what we are experiencing and the lockdown that was transpiring, uh, even in that season and us mirroring that. Uh, and I had spoken uh, the other day with, uh, with Tanya and was just kind of sharing how as God is giving direction in this season, I'm, I'm hopeful that each of you have been seizing the opportunity to spend time at the feet of Jesus, to spend time seeking his will for your life and for your family. I pray that you are using wisdom in this season. And um, I hear a, a, a major tugging, just that our prayer consistently um, speaks to him guiding us. Uh, and sensitizing our hearing, uh, sensitizing our wit and wisdom, sensitizing our connection with his presence during this season so that uh, we are not positioning ourselves to be at a disadvantage. Amen. And in this um, last month, again, we talked about acceleration and we've been in expectation. And so... Um, the Lord had just begun to deal with me about the direction of the call. We've been doing this for so long and consistently doing it uh, as not to create a ritual or a routine and it become mundane and complacent and like brushing your teeth. Although our theme this month is expectation, I want to... Uh, just kind of share with you, and I'm I'm going to jump around today, so hopefully you have your Bible in your notebook somewhere close for those that don't have to go to work. It's a great time. I'm going to do a little bit more teaching than I will be doing preaching 
this morning simply because it is a time of accelerated prayer connection, accelerated prayer connection, and really kind of learning how to focus on an area considering today is our day of fasting. I want to give you some things, um, something that I've learned from one of the mentors that I, I study under and um, impart to you just different ways and methods of approaching the throne of grace with the expectation that it empower you differently, that it begin to restructure, um, realign, and reset your methods of prayer, praise, and meditation. Amen. Amen. Um, so really quick, I'm just going to go through a, a, a series of scriptures one by one and just kind of break them down. Um, and, and again, the idea is that the Lord began to teach us how to seek him for targeted areas for targeted areas. And I want to release this word over you. In this season, you will never miss again. You will never miss again. You won't miss it. You won't misstep. You won't be caught off guard. That he will begin to make you aware of your surroundings, begin to make you uh, aware of your footing, begin to make you aware of open doors and gates. Amen. Amen. Um, so the, the first scripture that I'm going to address is Exodus 15 and 13. 15 and 13. Thou in thy mercy has led forth the people which thou hast redeemed. Thou have guided them in thy strength into the holy habitation. Um, we talked a little bit probably at the end of last month about finding the location and learning how to abide. There are seasons in our lives that uh, will feel the draw, will feel uh, the pull, will begin to feel his uh, hand on our lives. And there's an expectation that with his guidance, uh, we don't miss. With his guidance, uh, we have access to things that we wouldn't have access to otherwise in our thought process. When identifying these particular scriptures, and you'll notice that each and every one of them will have either the word guide or my footsteps or the path and why are we doing this beyond? Because in this moment, it is crucial that you don't misstep. In this moment, it is crucial that transgression does not become sin. It is imperative that you recognize the opportunity. It is imperative that you acknowledge and recognize the climate in such a way that you know that if he doesn't guide you, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> Amen. So that was Exodus 15 and 13. Thou in thy mercy has led forth the people which thou hast redeemed. We are the redeemed of the Lord. Thou hast guided them in thy strength. In this season, we don't 
want to or have a desire to lean and depend on our strength nor our understanding or interpretation of a matter, but it is mandatory that we seek him in and through all things, from going to the grocery store to uh, if you should go out today, if you feel that unction or that tug to have a seat, I need you to hear me. I pray that you just have a seat and ask yourself a question. Is this necessary? Is it mandatory? Right? The second scripture, 2 Chronicles 32 and 22. Thus the Lord saved Hezekiah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem from the hand of Sennacherib, the king of Assyria, and from the hand of the others, and guided them on every side and guided them on every side. This is uh, making sure that we understand that if he did it for Hezekiah in this season, so shall he do it for us. If he did it uh, for Hezekiah, um, there's no reason that if in fact we are focused on asking him, God, guide my footsteps, order my steps, right? So the word says that the steps of a righteous man are ordered of and or by God. In this season, uh, our footing needs to be cleared. If he's giving you an unction to do something specific, his guidance is imperative with the expectation that the end result is favorable. Right. So his guidance will always lead and or lend to you having a positive outcome. Right. And so uh, with that said, even in your prayer and meditation time, when you start to focus on a single word. Right. A single line, a single vein. It empowers you now to pray these scriptures. It empowers you to reposition yourself. It empowers you to begin to move from praying your thoughts, your understanding, your interpretation to putting him in remembrance of his word. It means that now you're empowered to say, like you did in Second Chronicles 32 and 22, you guided Hezekiah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem by, and you, you took them, uh, you guided them on every side, right? So now it's not your opinion. It's not your objective. The expectation is now that the connection that you have, somebody needs to mute their line for us, please. The expectation, again, is a positive outcome. Psalms 31, 2 and 3. Psalms 31, 2 and 3. Bow down thine ear to me. Deliver me speedily. Be thou my strong rock for an house of defense to save me. For thou art my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for thy name's sake, Lead me and guide me with the expectation that I cannot lose if you're doing the leading. I cannot lose if you are the one that's guiding me. It is impossible for me to lose if I ask that you incline your ear to me. You are beckoning and summoning God, knowing that without a shadow of a doubt, if your focus is, Lord, I need your guidance alone, I blow it. The expectation is that not only do you not blow it, but now here you are light speed catapulted uh, uh, before ahead of a situation ahead of a circumstance because the guidance of the Lord is your portion 
It is necessary that we begin to understand that in this season, in this moment, um, we have to be targeted. We have to be focused. Our thoughts have to be fixed because the expectation is that as believers, as uh, being those that walk in, quote unquote, my grandmother used to call it the way, uh, as being the ones that uh, should be the front runners and the trendsetters, we should be uh, the ones that are the, the resource for people to come to. It's going to require guidance. It's going to require his hand being in and on every situation and circumstance. Psalms uh, 32 and 7. 32 and 7 and it's 7 and 8. Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass about me with songs of deliverance. Selah. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eyes. Hallelujah. Listen, uh, when you start to pray specifically, when you start to aim at a targeted place, uh, the eyes of your understanding began to be enlightened in that area. Um, I don't know about you, but I recognize that right up and through here, uh, where things are uncertain as it relates to the world culture, things are unsure, uh, I have an expectation that uh, my God is sovereign. I have an expectation that the God that I serve will never leave me confused or thrown off or out of position as long as I abide in him and he in me, as long as my footing is sure as it relates to who he is uh, being Lord over my life. Every single altar that we've built up in our hearts, uh, you give him permission to overthrow it. You give your life permission to be everything that heaven has already declared and decreed. Psalm 73 and 24. Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel, and afterward receive me to glory. Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel. Uh, we know that the counsel of the Lord is sure, that there's no way on God's green earth uh, that we can miss an opportunity, that we can miss that open door, that uh, the gates won't swing open wide if we stand under the reverence of the counsel of the Lord. He is all-knowing. He is all-seeing. He is all powerful. He is provision. He is I am that I am. And when we understand that, we expect to supersede anything and everything around us. We expect that no weapon formed against us will prosper. We expect that even our future, right, is dead set because we have the word of God, Jeremiah 29 and 11. I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and to give you an expected end. It is impossible to stand under the counsel of the Lord and not achieve uh, your purpose and your promise. Hallelujah. Proverbs 11 and 3. The integrity of the upright shall guide them. But the perverse transgressors shall destroy them. Uh, the integrity of the upright shall guide them. Uh, how, how do you know you're upright? Because the guidance of the Lord is your portion. You are always looking for an opportunity to hear him, uh, to 
experience him, to stand in his presence. You are always positioning yourself so that no matter what's going on in the world and no matter what the world system says, uh, you are aligned with the truth of God's word. And that causes and provokes you to walk and operate and stand in integrity. Uh, you start to have accountable relationships. You begin to find yourself in positions where uh, you are not only able to demonstrate integrity, but you're able to model it for someone else, right? That comes from being guided by the spirit of God that lives on the inside of you. That also begins to align you with the greater works. When you walk in integrity, because you're being guided by the hand of the Lord, the expectation is you go from glory to glory to glory to glory. You start to transition out of old systems and old thinkings. You start to transition out of living fully for your humanity, but looking for the eternal that is in Christ that lives on the inside of you, right? So now here you are empowered because you are expecting to be guided by the hand of God that causes you to walk upright and in, and in integrity. And it forces you to be, again, a front runner. It forces you to be the trendsetter. It forces you uh, to begin to birth out the things down on the inside that perhaps you would not have otherwise had the strength to do. It means that you've set aside some time. You deliberately, uh, uh, as, as Liz would say, you deliberately carved out time to spend time with God. And now here you have this focus. Now here you have this bottom line objective. God, I don't want to make decisions without you. I don't want to be in my own way. Uh, and and what you'll notice happens is different levels of authority uh, begin to be released to you. Different levels of, uh, of authority begin to uh, be attractive to you, right? It gives you opportunity to stand under the weight of integrity. Isaiah 58, 11 and 12. Listen, and the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought. And make fat thy bones, and thou shalt be like a watered garden, and like a spring of water, whose water fails not, and they shall not be uh, of these wait, and they shall not be whose water fails not, and they shall not be of thy huh, that's not reading right, sorry. One second. And they shall not be and build in the waste places. Thou shalt rise up the foundations of, listen, listen, thou shalt rise up the foundation of many generations, and thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of paths to dwell in. Let me start over. And the Lord shall guide thee continually. Uh, why would you focus on a single word during prayers? Um, it's what we call prayer targeting, right? We aim at a specific thing. Then it changes the outcome instantly. And again, that's Isaiah 58, 11, and 12. The outcome is not only favorable, but what it does then is it says that you, you'll become like a flourishing garden. 
Uh, there's an expectation when you are consistently guided by the hand of God. There's an expectation when uh, you allow God to begin to impart to you what it looks like to walk how he sees you, what it looks like to walk in sonship, what it looks like to stand in authority, because sonship is not a gender, it's a place of authority, right? So the consistency of God always creates an opportunity for sure footing. Luke 1 and 79, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Uh, one of the things that I appreciate about who God is and how God operates is when his guidance is in play, uh, any type of fear or anxiety or trepidation that you might be feeling uh, when you are being guided by his hand, it changes your perspective. It begins to rearrange how you think about things. It begins to, uh, 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 Sabrina posted, I hate you too for that. That was so disrespectful. I thought you loved me. Sabrina this morning tagged me in a post that said, when you find out your regular lifestyle <laughs> is a quarantine. <laughs> I didn't know I was on quarantine, you guys. But but let me let me explain. Let me stop for a moment. Um, you guys hear me talk about very often, very frequently, how for the last uh, seven years, for sure, uh, probably a little bit longer than that as my journey, for real, began the day that I got on the airplane, January the 14th. It was my birthday gift to myself. My birthday gift to myself was to obey God. My birthday gift to myself was whatever it takes. And I, I remember God telling me, Dion, this is the year of the champion. It was 2008, January 14th. I arrived in Atlanta. It had never snowed and stuck before. Ironically, the day I arrived, it snowed and it sucked. Uh, and uh, I had no idea uh, what the end thereof would be. But I remember saying, God, whatever it takes to be in your will, whatever it takes to stand uh, where you need me to stand. And, and it's been a long, arduous journey. But uh, I, I remember specifically, consistently saying, if you don't guide me, I can't go. Because I, I won't know where I'm going. I won't know what my footing was. And my expectation is that it would be a quick process. <laughs> I expected that I was going to get to Atlanta. And because I obeyed you and moved, honey, everything was going to be just fine. Listen, listen, although it was his instruction and the guidance came directly from him, it was difficult. It was difficult. But because I had an expected end and I, I stood on the truth of God's word for my life, I endured hard times. I endured the pain of the process because I knew that I had a promise, right? But what it also meant was every time he shifted me, I remember when I had to move back to California, I was completely taken aback. I never thought I was coming back. That was not on my agenda at all. Honey, I could leave everything behind and not deal with none of it. Are you kidding me? 
But something about the guidance of the Lord, uh, he will draw you into places that you wouldn't otherwise go. He will draw you into strength and character and integrity. He will draw you into painful places so that you can not only respect the process, but so that you can deal with things that you wouldn't otherwise deal with. The guidance of the Lord begins to restructure even how you think about it. I never in a million years would have considered how I live a quarantine. It's just I'm not going out there, but it was a process. He had to get me to this. I used to be the road runner. I was always gone, always doing, always moving, always in this and this and that. But the guidance of the Lord prepared me for this season. When this call started, it was the guidance of the Lord that began to speak to my heart. And because I spent fervent time, dedicated, aim time. I want to be what you want me to be. I want to be who you called me to be. I want to stand how you told me to stand. I don't want to lean on my understanding because I blow it every single time. But what I recognize is the counsel of the Lord, the might of the Lord, right? The strength of the Lord begin to cultivate this peculiar chick Right, the, the chick that I was avoiding being because I didn't want to be bothered with what people said. But the guidance of the Lord won't allow you to hide from what the truth of heaven and what it says about you as it is written of you. Hallelujah. John 16, 13, and 14. John 16, 13, and 14. How be it? When he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide, listen, listen, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. Whatever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. Listen, I'm, I'm wait, let me finish this. He shall glorify me. For he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. The guidance of the Lord creates an expectation that if, Lord, I follow your instruction, if I obey you, and when you speak, I move. When you tell me to stay, I stay. When you tell me forward, I move forward. When you tell me to stand, I stand. Whatever it is that you're telling me in this season, it requires your guidance. It requires your instruction. It requires that I hear ye the word of the Lord and I obey it straightway, that I have an immediate mind to trust how he's guiding me down on the inside. When you start to build relationship in prayer, you start to aim at stuff and you're not praying your emotions. You're not praying your thought process. You're not praying your problems, but you're standing in prayer in the promise with expectation that something's got to happen on your behalf. Something's got to happen in your favor because when he guides you, you cannot miss. We are his bows. I'm sorry, we are his arrows and he is our bow. Right now, even as I, I speak, he is aiming you at someone's life. He is aiming you at someone's situation. You are literally being pointed at a target. Uh, when I began to study arrows and bows, and I started to think about, uh, uh, I remember when he told me that I was a whole entire arrow, and I was like, that's stupid. That's me in my head, y'all. That's me in my head. I'm, I'm saying to myself, 
Lord, why would you tell me something like that? Paul, I began to study the power of a bow because a bow will pierce you uh, if aimed right and not kill you. I pierce. That's my job. My job is to create a level of pain and discomfort that makes you adhere to what the truth of God's word is for your life. It's not my goal to kill you, but I will pierce you, though, in real life with the truth of his word, not my opinion, uh, not my objective, not my agenda. And, and as I now, however, uh, I also understand that an arrow aimed at a vital organ will destroy. And when you are dealing with the enemy, you can't hit him to pierce him. You got to hit him to kill him. But the only way to do that is with the fire of the arrows of God. Hallelujah. And so as we began to seek the guidance of the Lord with the expectation that the outcome be in our favor. Uh, as I look back over my life and I think about all the uncomfortable positions that I was put in to get to this place. I think about all of the moments of brokenness and fear and uh, regret and chagrin and disappointment in my own understanding. And then I allow the guidance of the Lord to trump my emotions. I, I remember the day he told me, Dion, right up and through here, this was last year. You don't have time for emotion. You, you go and put them down. <laughs> you got stuff to do. You don't have time to be emotional. All I need you to do is be of a sober mind. I need you to be clear. I need you to hear me. And in order to do that, you have to have ear to mouth. And what that means is there are seasons of quiet where you allow him to guide you. Okay, what are we doing next? There are things and, and moments, I remember even in my, my process, people kept trying to accelerate it and hurry me up. No, 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 no. I'm not, I ain't doing, you're, gonna, you're trying to get me killed. That is not what he told me to do. I'm not doing that. That comes from assurance of knowing that it's not me that's guiding me. It's not my understanding that's guiding me. There were moments where I wanted to mash and move on and uh, pass this and pass that. But he kept saying, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Stand still, right? Don't move, don't go forward, don't go backward. Just stand there, right? And so you, you have to be able to hear the voice of the Lord steadfastly. You have to be able to hear him in such a way that it opens the eyes of your understanding on a whole different level, that you give yourself permission uh, to don't worry about what the crowd or people are saying. They don't know what God told you like yesterday. Honey, don't let nobody name your baby. Don't you let nobody push you out of his guidance. Don't let anyone push you out of his timing. There, there is the, the, the safest place in the entire world is in his will, even if it looks foolish to man. There's so many times where I felt like a whole entire fool. There's so many moments where I felt like I had blown it, where I felt like uh, I didn't know that uh, I didn't know what to do or how to do it or when to do it or why to do it uh, based on my emotion. But what I have learned over time, uh, I, I remember even he gives us, uh, we go from strength to strength, 
each one appear before God in Zion. Uh, somebody grab that for me. We go for, I can't remember. I know it's in Psalm, it might be Psalm 81. We go from strength to strength. Each one, before a, a new strength is released to you, it has to appear before God and get permission to be dispatched to you. It has to be released from God. So there are things that we go through that come from being centered in the will, and that's centered in the guidance of the Lord that will take you from level to level to level. But it's not until you acquiesce with the expectation that it's his guidance that will take you to the next place. The biggest mistake we make um, as, as being humans or living in this human experience is we consistently build altars in our own hearts. We consistently idolize our perspective over the guidance of the Lord. The expectation or the end thereof of anything of that nature is always going to be calamity. It's always going to create a, a whole hitch in your program. It's always going to slow you down. It's always going to take you off its course. And then now you spend a whole bunch of time trying to get back on track. When you diligently pursue his guidance, I need to tell you this, like for real, even if it looks like you're losing, even if it looks like you're flailing, even if it looks like you are borderline crazy, ask me how I know, <laughs> right? But when you acquiesce to the guidance of the Lord, the counsel of the Lord, the wisdom of the Lord, the might of the Lord, every single thing um, reminds him of his word in Romans 8 and 28. Now, all things, not some of them, not kind of, sort of, not just a little bit, all things are working together for the good of them that love him and are called according to his purpose. You dig? So, so we got to get to a point where we recognize, right, where we understand, where we realize that the reality is in his guidance, Everything leads and lends to expectation. When we are directly under his care, the win is imminent. The win is sure. The win is solid. And so as I begin to close, I, I want to encourage you today, for those of you uh, that are going to be fasting, uh, for those of you that are going to focus uh, and aim some time today specifically at God. Now listen, for those that have never fasted before, even if you don't fast from food, right, turn the TV off for a few hours, right? Turn the TV off and, and just sit there and say, Lord, guide me. Lead and guide my decision. Some of us have lost our employment and don't necessarily know what's coming next. Some of us are in situations where we have uh, people that are ill. Some of us have things that we want to do and put in place, but without the guidance of the Lord, your footing is never going to be sure. <laughs> you just be guessing. 
but there's an unction that begins to happen, an unction that will build up your expectation, an unction that uh, when the end result manifests, you'll begin to see the might of the Lord on your life. You'll be able to see the manifestation of the counsel of the Lord growing, not just inside of you, but now here you are. Uh, we read that we'd be like a garden. Think about what a garden looks like, right? Initially, all you see is dirt. Ask me how I know. <laughs> Glory to God. I thank God for my seasons of dark dirt and being buried in the guidance of the Lord, under the counsel of the guidance of the Lord, under the hand of the might of the Lord. I didn't know what was going where or how it was going, but I, rem I know what he said. I know what he told me. I remember when he told me to take that job. Uh, I, I, I sat at my desk, and I, I'll never forget, I was like, this is so stupid. But I also remember sitting in there, and he gave me a word of knowledge, and I told my, uh, at the time, he was the director, and, and the Lord had given me a strategy, and I shared the strategy, and the man told me, we don't need that. I said, sir, in a matter of 60 days, this office is going to get shut down, and you're not going to have a job. You can do this, or you cannot. But by the time it's over, I'm going to work from home. And within seven or eight days, can you mute your phone for us, please? Whoever that is that just jumped on, mute your phone. Within a matter of seven days, they told us that I was going to work from home. And at first, I thought it was, a, I thought it was great, but I, I, knew what, I knew what I heard God say. And so, of course, the man got fired immediately. Uh, I went home to work. I did not recognize that it was preparing me for a quarantine lifestyle. <laughs> I, I had no idea uh, that I was going to become accustomed to. That was in 2014. And, and I remember being in that room and saying, what is this and why do I have to do it? Can I just quit? No, ma'am. You sit right there. Have a seat. That was absolutely the guidance of the Lord. And I remember looking out the window, Tan used to laugh at me. I'd cry because I was stuck in that house. I couldn't get out from 10 a.m. to 7. And now, mind you, that was when the call used to go from 6 in the morning to like 9 in the morning. <laughs> 10 sometimes, depending on how needy we were. That was him guiding me. Now, the expectation is not six years later, as many times as I've tried to throw this whole idea of a line in the garbage. And he said, no, ma'am, you can't do none of that. That was the guidance of the Lord. The expectation was that whatever I was doing in whatever season I was in, it was because he was guiding me with uh, me having now and expecting in. And now I get to sit back and say, God, now I understand why you told me to turn left right there. Now I understand why you told me to pack up my children, move 3,000 miles away from everything that was familiar with $600, eight bags, and three kids. Now I understand why in the end you gave me a choice. I could have stayed in Georgia or got myself in that truck and drove myself home. Now, I understand why you were pulling me back here. I get it, why I drove 3,000 miles across 
country with my son, a U-Haul and a, a car on the back of my truck. Now I get it. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that the guidance of the Lord kept my footing sure. I thank you that I kept praying in spite of where I was in my life. If I was blowing it, if I was still in sin, any of it, I did everything you said in spite of how I felt about it. Your guidance, your counsel brought me from that place to this. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for the moments that you separated and uh, had me in broken places so you could put me back together again through your guidance and your counsel. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that when I applied for a specific house, I didn't get it. And now I live in the house that I live in and have lived in because you were establishing me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I came directly from your counsel every situation that turned out favorable it always looked awful it looked like it was over but when you start to aim and you give him back his word he is obligated it is mandatory that it work out in your favor according to his word not what you think so now we have to get to a point where our expectations align with what he says, not how we feel. So I pray that even today, your prayer began, uh, Lord, you guide me. I don't know what I'm doing, especially right up and through here. Especially right up and through here. And no matter what you think you see, I got receipts, some living proof that when you obey God and you seek him to guide you, when you honor God with your life and walk in integrity and demonstrate that you over me, your guidance trumps my thoughts, your guidance moves me out of complacency and my idea into your perfect plan even if it doesn't look like it. So listen, with that said, I pray something I said was helpful. I pray something that I said gave you a greater expectation, especially if you're in an ookie place. You should get excited, especially if you listen to God, if, you're, if your response uh, was a direct reflection uh, of his power, his grace, and his mercy. Uh, I, I dare you to get excited even in your dark places. I promise, I promise, oh, I promise. I promise I'm a reflection of what it looks like that even when you don't get it, when you don't understand, I'm telling you something. When you are operating in the guidance uh, of his wisdom, of his counsel, I promise, I promise the outcome is a greater expectation. So with that said, there, there may be somebody who joined the call, you didn't have an opportunity to say good morning. It's your mother. Hi, mother. I love you. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> I love you too. Happy Wednesday to you. Awesome decoration. Thank you. Good morning. It's Krishanda. Hey, sugar fruit. Ooh, we. That was some meat this morning, and I just want to say that I praise God for the joy in your voice. Woo! Hallelujah. Mm. 
Thank you. That was so good. Amen. Amen. I'll be praying. Thank you for Shonda. Anybody good morning, Miss Leonia. Hey, Leonia. Good morning. <laughs> How are you this morning? Um, thank you, ma'am, for asking. That's good. Look, I um I I didn't get in the call before when it first began, but I am asking for prayer for Jeffrey G and the Dublin Fire Department. Ask God to cover them and to keep them safe. You got it. Thank you. You Thank have you. a beautiful day. You too, Miss Leolia. Thank you. Good morning, Dr. Dion. Good morning, hey, Dr. Dion. Hey, Dr. That's my man. Hey. hey. I, I normally I don't say nothing. I, I don't normally say nothing, but I just want to say bottom rail on top. And let me just tell you what I mean by that. The people who are crazy, according to this pandemic, this was not ever supposed to ever happen. And if people come out of this the same way that they went in, God help us all. I'm, I, I just hear when you were speaking, and I listen to so many people, I don't ever say many things because I'm always praying. But I can imagine how Noah felt building an ark, and the people thought he was crazy. As even, <laughs> even, even when it started raining, they said, this man is a fool. And <laughs> the Bible says that it takes the foolish things to confound the wise. And, and so mm-hmm. I, I just, um, I'm hoping that somebody who's serious about something different could hear your word for today. Uh, One writer says it this way, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. There's no shortage of teachers, but there are a shortage of students. Even when we say we want something different, we don't really want something different because we don't have the foresight to prepare when it's peacetime because when wartime comes, it's too late to prepare. And what I hear you saying today, this morning, is that God was preparing you for such a time as this, yeah. for this season. And 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 God helped the church because anybody, because we're supposed to be the people who bear light. And if the church is not in the light, bearing light, giving hope to people, and not fighting over the same thing that the world is fighting for, we now... I'm so excited about this opportunity um, because the world would never be the same. Mm-hmm. And 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 for those who were looking and seeking and complaining about how unfair it was because God was not hearing our prayers and God was getting us ready for this moment and this opportunity. And 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 I've said to my church, there's no way on the planet we can come out of this moment, this situation and still do the same stuff. Our prayers ought to be different. Mm-hmm. I, 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 our forward mobility ought to transition. And so mm-hmm. there's so many people that would try to carry the same stuff, 
post-resurrection, post-pandemic that they did before in 2020. We were asking for something to do a greater in 2020, new in 2020, and God laid it in our lap. Now we say, no, mm-hmm. God, that ain't what mm-hmm. we want. Give me something else. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. I just, I, you know, I couldn't help myself. And then it's resurrection week. So I, I just, I mean, I'm on fire because this is the greatest resurrection I've ever been a part of. <laughs> when somebody would try to stop me from celebrating the death, burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, not even a virus, not even pestilence in the land can stop the excitement I got for what Jesus did for me. So thank you for your journey. Thank you for those un, uh, um, uncomfortable places, those broken places, because people will definitely not uh, think that you're sane. They will know you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. until something like this happens. Then all of a sudden, <laughs> they will call you on the low. They know uh-huh. how And ask me how to do. Because <laughs> anyway, you understand? <laughs> Every day, anyway, all day Blessings long. and blessings and Praise blessings Jesus. on you. Happy <laughs> Resurrection Week. Thank Happy you so much. Week. It's good to hear your voice, Dr. Van Hook. I appreciate your sentiment very much. Thank you so much. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Somebody else may want to say good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh oh, I heard two people. I heard Pam and who else did I hear? Alicia. Alicia and who else? Georgia. Hi Georgia. Good morning. Hi Alicia. Good, good morning. Hi Pammy. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for yesterday, too. I just wanted to say that audibly. Thank you so much. Amen. You don't have to thank me. I love you. Hey, Dion. Good morning. How are you, Good morning. Great morning, Thank you for that. Thank you for that teaching. Thank you. Thank you for that. That was on time. Good morning, sister. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead, I'm sorry. It's okay. That's that's Mona and Lizzie. Good morning, y'all. <laughs> Good morning, Pumpkin Shake. Good morning. Good morning, Quarantina. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, look, yo, look, tell her I said it. Yo, mama. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. You take her all outside. She gets to go outside way more than me because she got a daughter like you. What a blessing. You're going to be moving around, honey. Amen. Good morning. Thank you, family. Hi, God. Jeff. Good morning. Good morning, bro. Serge. Good morning, family. Kenya. Hi, hi, Nikisha. Hi, Kenya. Good morning. <laughs> hey, dear. <laughs> love hey, you. Sugarfoot. I love hey. you. <laughs> Unmistakable sound. How about that? Bless God. <laughs> Amen. Good morning, Dion. It's Deidre. Thank Hi, you. Deidre. Good morning, Mrs. Franklin. Good morning. Yeah, just wanted to say it felt good going to sleep to you, worshiping God, and waking you. It was great. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> God be praised, and thank you so much for your support. I appreciate you, Mrs. Franklin. And it's really out there. Good morning. This is Monica. Great declaration. I loved it. I'm going to use it all. Amen. Great morning, Monica. Good to hear your sound this morning. 
Morning, Dion. Morning, Victory family. This is Shell. Hi, thank you for reminding us to take a whole backseat to guidance and let the Holy Spirit be all the way in the front, the the, uh, the little emblem on the front of the car. Take a whole backseat. Don't say nothing. Don't do nothing. I love your declaration. I love you. Oh, man. God be praised. Thank you, Shell. Good morning, good morning, Dion. From another good fellow Florentina. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether to kiss you or slap you. I don't know which one I'm going to do, okay? But, <laughs> tonight, but I thank you for the roadmap, okay? I thank you for the roadmap. But, hey, uh, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, yes. Lord, that's all I got to say. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, anyhow. That's all anyhow. I got to say. Listen, you got you to get there where you just be like, well, honey, I, listen, I remember somebody saying, Dion, uh, well, what you going to do? Honey, I'm do. listen, my favorite, ask Ravonda, my favorite statement is, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, what you doing? <laughs> I have no clue. Child, all I know is this what he said, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this right here. Until he tell me to stop doing it, this is what I'm doing. I don't know. What you doing? Mm-hmm. I just hunch my shoulders and keep him moving. I'm going to just sit right here, though. I know he told me don't move. And if you knew if you knew all the stuff that I've been through, honey, you'd have a seat, too. I was like, no, no, you, you ain't got to. You could talk to me, Jesus, my little brother, uh, when he was a little boy. Um, he did not want no whooping. <laughs> I, I, he was he was cool on that. You can miss me. No, no, you can talk to me. I mean, he was a little bitty boy with a great understanding. You do not have to beat me up. I can hear. We good. What, what you want me to do? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning, Pastor. What an awesome declaration last night and this morning. Fire, fire, fire. The guidance of the Lord is sure. Thank you. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It absolutely is. Zero question, hands down. It is. Listen, if I did not know before, uh, when they was calling declare victory a cult, <laughs> and calling me a cult leader, whatever, honey. I I just want to pray. I wasn't even really tripping. I just want to pray. I got to be all of that. But it's it's fine. It is no problem. No, no problem. It's all good. Anybody else? Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary? <clears throat> just want to say thank you, Dion. Good morning. This is oh, Hey, good morning, Bill. Morning. Good morning. I heard somebody else trying to jump in. Who was that? It was me, so say, how you doing? Hi, hi, Victory family. Hey, everybody. Hey, Mo. Hey, you know, it's a... um. You all, it's all, God, our Father's just is so right on time always. Um, I know everybody knows that, but just yesterday, um, yesterday I did my second um, plate run and everything, um, selling the plates. But even during the mess, he was, I was feeling the pull of, of, of our Father, like like the need to talk to him. 
and it, and and it's a trip. Uh, it ain't a trip. It's and I get up this morning and listen and look at them, and, and the, I feel like the whole the whole thing was pointed towards me, like how to go through scripture, what to pray, you know, the guidance. So um, just today, I just um, I'm just so glad that it is uh, Fast Day too. I'm just going to connect. I just feel the need just to talk with them. To, to get it clear, I need. I, I want to be clear, as clear as I can be. I, I mean, you know what I mean. Just want to be mm-hmm. clear that I, I am on the path, going the guidance that He had me on, and and not just um, running with um, a, a dream that I have had all my life. So I don't know. You know, I, I've always wanted to do this. I've, I've been wanting to do it for a lot of years, and now it's just more like I want to make sure I'm on the path of the guidance that He wants me to be on because we keep going back. To um, I might keep going back to the um, serving, the serving, the serving. So mm-hmm. today is a good day just to um, just stop. That's why I'm probably you know I'm just gonna stop and talk to our father and get it mm-hmm. clear. And thank you for the guidance with the scriptures and and everything, sis. I appreciate it. Amen. 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 Um, <clears throat> I wanna try to to give. Um, literally, as I have been seeking God, I, I hear, uh, if you guys pay attention, ready right not. before, ready or not, here I come, you can't hide, sorry, that was me, good morning, good morning, beautiful people, it's me, I was trying to put it on mute so fast, I was like, <laughs> You didn't know. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, you up. know, I, you know, I, I don't do that. I'm a, I, I, I don't do that. I'm, I'm so don't, so don't sorry. Quit. I wasn't doing nothing else. But good morning, everybody. Good morning. I just want to thank God this morning for that job I wanted to retire from. I am now working from home. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And thank they you, said, Jesus. Even, yeah, mm-hmm. they said even after this, they they picked five people that could work from home. After this is and over, and I'm one of them. Lord, have Hallelujah. mercy. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. I can, now I can do this and stay at home. Yeah, yes, he's going to teach you how to have a seat. Come on, you're going to become a quarantiner. Watch. Yes, yes. <laughs> queen, queen. Amen. That's awesome, yes. Ruth. I'm so excited for you. Me too. That's amazing. Man. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful, That's y'all. Amazing. y'all and I want to say to um, the brother Jeff that um, spoke the other day, was today, Wednesday, Monday. He did the declaration. He said, when I said, good morning, is this another miracle? Yes, I am a miracle of declared victory. Thank you, God. Amen. 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 Anybody else? Hey, Dion, it's Gloria. Hey, DV family. Hey, y'all. Love y'all. Love y'all. Excellent declaration. And even the ready or not here I come song, hey, that was right <laughs> on time. That was on point. <laughs> it, extremely on point because that's what God has said to us. Here I come. Get, yes. get, come on here. Let's go. So I'm yes. excited. Absolutely. I'm I'm super excited. I don't know if anybody saw um the other day. Uh, maybe it was yesterday. Um even when I think about the relationships along my journey, um, the relationships that uh, the, the different connections that God would begin to strategically align 
during my process of becoming, um, during my process of learning how for real to operate from a place of being guided by his spirit. And and sometimes, well, I can't say I didn't know because I would know. I, I remember um, seasons where right before somebody needs to put your phone on mute, you closing doors, damn stuff. Who was that? Thank you. Um, I started to uh, get connected with certain people. And I remember um, I sent Philip an inbox message. Uh, this is before he started speaking at Apostle Eckhart's church. This is before uh, he had a, a deliverance group. This is before everybody knew who Dr. Phil was. And uh, he was doing a teaching. It was when Josiah was in the middle of his crisis. And the Lord started telling me, Dion, I need you to go deeper. I need you to deal with stuff. I need you to face some things. And you need to know how to do it. You need to aim differently. And I was like, but Lord, I've been praying and fasting and all of the stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's cute. And that's cool. But now I need to take you to another level. And what I noticed was um, I sent Phil an inbox message. And at the time, now, mind you, I hadn't worked. I didn't have any money. And I, I was embarrassed to do it. But <clears throat> he was teaching on creating a prayer strategy. And now this was just a few years ago, right? This was, what, four, almost four years ago now. Um, and so I sent Phil the inbox message. I said, listen, I don't have any money right now. I said, but I promise you, um, I'll give you more after I get some if you if you let me attend your webinar. And he was like, oh, man. He was like, the fact that you even sent me a message and asked, um, I knew that God was pulling me toward him. I, I knew it. Um, Sabrina's sister, Charlotte, I don't even know. I'm not sure what she said, but she told me, watch this one. Y'all, y'all didn't know I she she's like my she's real quiet and you'll never know everything that's in her is in her. Um, but even the relationship that, that I have with Sabrina, the relationship that I have with Elizabeth, the, the the different relationships, the connections that I have, relationships that have been rekindled in this process of very, very um, oily people, people who love God with everything that they are. But as I sent that to Phil, I remember him sending me the webinar link and sending me a format for a prayer strategy. And it, it began, I had been praying for years and years and years, but since that connection, it was one right after the next, right after the next. And I say, okay, Lord, what we doing now? And I, I remember listening to different teachers from all different genres. And I was like, Lord, I don't want to become a heretic because I was just hungry. I was thirsty and whatever I needed to do, I meant I was going to get to wherever it is that God has to take me. And it meant sometimes looking and feeling a little off, for real, all kidding to the left. And Tam would be like, Didi, step back from the table for a minute. You, uh, you guys don't know, I had deep end moments where I'd be so, I was so gone when the Lord started really changing my heart. I couldn't really talk about anything but Jesus. Like for real, like I would pray and fast for 30 and 40 days on water. Like, I mean, like for real, y'all have no idea what the journey has been like, but it was all under his guidance. And so you may feel gravitated toward a person and you got some trust issues, right? You, you may feel gravitated toward a specific group of people. Don't freak yourself out. 
And I remember asking him specifically about some of the teachers that I listened to. And it was not just one, right? There were several. So Dion, when you were an infant, the only person that gave you what you needed was the people that were responsible for you in your life. And then you went to uh, preschool and you had a single caregiver. And then you went to elementary school and Mrs. Green, I'll never forget her name, uh, that was your teacher. And then you went to middle school and you had more teachers. And then you went to high school and uh, you had additional teachers. He said, now you are in, you in grad school, sugar. There are certain things that you need to learn that he doesn't have, that she doesn't have, that this one doesn't have. And you need to know from all angles what that looks like. And what it did was it created a different level of balance in me, right? So coming from traditional church, you're used to one specific style. But then I started gravitating toward CCM music, right? So that, that's some people would call it, quote, unquote, the white people music. Listen, um, there, there's a different level of presence when you pull the emotion out and you operate in and through his spirit, that guidance of being pulled to a different level of worship, to a different level, level of understanding. And it's when I was introduced to Carrie Job. If you don't know anything about her, if you hear her sing, you can hear his glory. Right? So I just I wanted to say that because your process may not look like mine. But don't be afraid when God begins to pull you in uh, to something that you're not accustomed to, right? To pull you in to places you're unfamiliar with. Don't be afraid uh, of the transition. You have to learn how to transition well. Amen. I'm shutting up. Anybody else have anything to say? Amen. Anybody else? Hey, it's Dee Oh, hey, Dee. Go ahead. Hey, sis. Thank you. Just thinking about the uh, transition and even how God was strategic and even how I came to be uh, Victor and how, you know, just getting on the prayer call and then the first meeting at your house when um, Tanya scared the life out of me just with her boldness. But even then, now here we are six years in, and I know for a fact that my life, hallelujah, would not be what it is had I not connected with you, with your quarantine, with all that, and being called a part of a cult, all that stuff. So many um, experiences that I've had since I've been a victor, like going to different um, conferences, just different things in the in the community, and hearing about this crazy call and, you know, radical, just the different things. And it's funny to me now because when you say it, and let me stop laughing because it happens to me too, because I've had people that say, she know the Lord, she say, she radical, or either they're talking about me in 1985. So what? Yeah, all that stuff that I did, I did. But God was using me and he was preparing me for this day because just like when you said the people that were calling you crazy or talking about you, whatever, those are the main ones that's hitting me up too for prayer or for, you know what I mean, for guidance or the whatever it is. So call me crazy and I'm and I'm glad about it because, yeah, 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 I love you. You know I do. <laughs> I'm, I'm real rich, man, but, and y'all keep praying for me because he ain't delivered me out of everything, but he, oh, I'm so much better. That's all. <laughs> Absolutely. And the crazy part is um, like three years ago, right up and through here, where we were in the middle, um, for real, uh, of them telling me 
even if, if Josiah didn't die, he would be paralyzed from the waist down. Even if he didn't die, this would happen. Even if he didn't die, I'm like, honey, shut up. And whatever God tell me to do, I don't care what you said. I'm going to just do what he said because I'm not led by you. You don't, you don't tell me what to do, and I don't care who you are. How about that? And I meant it. And from that day to this, um, there is absolute evidence from that day to this. Um, I'm going to say this to you guys. Um, yesterday, now mind you, um, you know, we, we don't know. I don't, I don't go outside to work, right? So my, if I do, it's, it's, it's part of my process. But long story short, the Lord gave me a specific instruction as it relates to finances. And so um, he, I was like, Ugh. all right, I did it. Um, I did exactly what he said. I put it exactly where he told me to put it. Before I could hit send good, everything that I gave and then some, and, and thank you, um, y'all, you know who you are. I appreciate you more than you know, um, and you have no idea what, hmm, how do I say this? You have no idea how what you just did confirmed that what I shared this morning was necessary. There is something about radical obedience. So I'm going to tell you guys something to, uh, to add to further thinking. Um, I'm, I'm a little peculiar, and I know it, right? And it took me a long time to embrace that. I'm, I'm a little different. Um, my thought process is different. Sometimes I don't understand uh, the thought or the line or the genre. But what I need you to understand is I used to be standing behind my chair at the salon, like literally. And the Holy Spirit would say, Dion, um, now, this is years ago. Dion, I need you to, to go outside and walk around the block seven times. What? Do what? Oh, my God. Do you do this to everybody? I mean, like, is this normal? And, and now, right at first, uh, before he trained my ear to hear him, um, I used to just think I was crazy, right? But what I would notice is as soon as I would obey him, something really extreme would happen. When I first started experiencing um, words of knowledge, I would say out of my mouth what he told me in my spirit, and then almost instantly what I said out loud would manifest. And so now people looking at me out the, <laughs> out the corner, they are, child, what is you? Mm-hmm. Honey, I don't know what just happened. I don't, I don't even know what this is. And I'm sorry that I said it out loud. I was really just thinking it. But it came out of my mind. It was almost like I couldn't control it, right? And I remember at the time, my salon, it used to be the whole strip, that whole strip. And after I walked around the block seven times, I came back in. I remember Mona, she passed away a couple of years ago. That was my road dog. Uh, after I hit the block about the third time, now they, <laughs> they used to sell drugs at one corner. They would uh then holes would be on this corner. It was it was always something going on in the neighborhood, and they would break into everybody's everything but mine. Mind you, the name of the salon. I didn't know why I named it this. I didn't know it was called Salon Deliverance. I didn't know. I had no. I just knew what I heard him say. 
I just knew how he was guiding me. But after I walked around this block about the third time, here come Mona. She was like, what, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I have, don't worry about it. I'm just walking, just going to a walk. Because I didn't feel like explaining. I heard God say, walk around this block seven times. I didn't feel like trying to explain what that looked like. There was this young man, his name was Devin. Devin used to, he's passed away as well. Devin was a halyard, right? But what I started to notice is that right after that happened, um, the Lord started provoking me to worship in the salon after I had finished my day. And I would worship in the salon sometimes for hours and hours and hours. And uh, we would have prayer chains and uh, people would come in off the street and ask me stuff like, what's in here? Or come in off the street and say, can I give you something? I'm not saying it to get the reward. I'm, I'm telling you what radical obedience will do. It didn't make sense to walk around the block seven times, but it's when Kedra started coming in the salon and sometimes the Lord would tell me, go get her. And I mean, she'd be, sometimes she'd be tweaking. Um, and I'd go get her off the corner and I'd bring her in the salon and comb her hair. And the whole time I'm combing her hair, I'm praying over her. Now, she was in full-blown addiction. She was in full-blown prostitution at the time. And um, I, I remember specifically, now here it is 20-something years later, uh, and you guys have not probably heard her. I don't know if she's on the call right this second, but um, you, you've heard her testimony. The only reason I said it out loud is because she shared it. So I need y'all to be clear about that. But I remember even after years after that, during the course of this process, she went to the penitentiary and she would call me and write me letters and, um, and, and we stayed in contact. Now here it is 20 years later and you'll still hear Kedra's voice on this call. I didn't know why he told me to go get her off the corner and calm her hair. I didn't know why he said why she sits here pray over her head. I didn't know that in the middle of the night, no matter what season it is or what place she's in, she'll pick up her phone right now today and call me. I didn't understand that, that walking around the block seven times would create a relationship that at the end of the day, when you have somebody that will just love you where you are, See, as guidance will start to change your heart and open you up to being compassionate and not judging people and not expecting them to get it when you think they should, his guidance will begin to rearrange how you position yourself to serve. His guidance, it's not me, I'm not that good, I'm not that kind, I'm not that smart, but I hear him. My ear is to his mouth, and rain, shine, sleet, or snow, I know that if you listen to him, I don't care what kind of fool you think you will look like, I dare you to be radically obedient. I dare you. He used to tell me to do stuff, and I'd be like, this is absolutely absurd. I did not know he was training me. I did not know he was testing me. I didn't understand that he was grooming me for this season. Don't be afraid to do what he says, no matter what. I don't care what people think. So you have no idea what I've been through to get here. None. And I'm not sorry. And I'm glad I listened. I'm glad I look like a fool. So. Amen. Shutting up. Anybody else have anything? Good morning. Uh, Good morning. How you doing? This, 
This is Patricia here out here in San Francisco. And oh no! <laughs> how you doing? Good, huh? Yeah, I, you know, I, I was not trying to say too much, but I had did something, and and it was so beautiful though because I loved um, the prayer service in the daytime. You know, we do the prayer, everything. You know, with the declare victory, but it starts at six o'clock. Now, when I go up to Safeways, they open up at six o'clock. So I have to get up early to get to Safeway. So some reason or another, the Lord had brought into me while I was listening to the prayer service to just go ahead and walk with this long line of seniors, a long line, and just go start praying. And you got, I, I, I hope it's okay because the intercessory prayer was on at the time. We were praying at the time, and I was praying with them. Up, you know, because that's what the Lord led me to do. That's nothing I'd ever, ever, ever do. I'll just, I'll play, you know, with the church house. I would never walk up and down and and and, and praise the Lord and tell them about the, the the goodness of the Lord. And I wind up doing that. And, and even though we know of the uh, 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 quarantine and of everything else, but we also know about the blood of Jesus. So, so therefore, mm-hmm. this is what I I, I just follow suit. And did it, and um, I, I'm thinking what I'm gonna try to do the next time because it's something I would never, ever, ever do. Um, I think, but I do, you know, I do love talking with people. I, that is true. It's, it's my, you know, it's just a natural. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know, Lord, I tell you, it's it, uh, it's a change. I mean, I'm thinking declare victory so much for the change in me that that brings out a lot of the Lord because He's inside of me. So. So deeply and in all of us, but it's just the change that I got going on with declare victory, and, and today gives me the opportunity to go ahead and uh, study on some of this guidance here. So there's some good passages you let out. <laughs> Praise <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> good stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Good stuff. Amen. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> Amen. Andy, yeah. I'm, I'm, my mind is going back to um, when you first started the call. And then I, you know, I remember you mentioned that a lot of people are calling asking you how to do calls as well because it was a unique call in the way you did it. So I'm thinking how many calls are out there because of what you started and trying to do it, you know, this way. And now that we're physically distancing, I heard something that we don't need the social distance. So this is what we need right now is to come together and still socialize and care for one another and love one another. So that's what I was reminded about, of how many calls that are out there trying to do it the radical life way. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Listen, I say this all the time. Honey, I don't, I could, I'll teach you how to do it play by play. <clears throat> but at the end of the day, if if God didn't, like, I tell people all the time, this is not my call. I did not do this at all. All I did was follow the unction of the Lord to pray every day. This started with me and Tamara Edwards. It was just us two. On January 1st, I remember I was laying in my bed, 2014. 
I was laying in my bed and she said, I need some accountability. And I remember um, in this season, and I, I can share this even with my mom on the call. I remember I asked her, I said, mom, do you mind praying with me at six in the morning? She said, honey, that's my time. And I remember falling out, but it wasn't time. Right, so we we have to be sure when we do stuff. I knew that I was being pulled back into it. My mother and I used to pray every day anyway. So I like literally have been doing this since I was 24 years old. Everybody don't know that, right? Like like everybody doesn't know that. And I remember um, how when Pam and I first started, and I remember the Lord saying, okay, now I need you to share it on social media. You've got to be kidding. It was before social media was popular, right? It was before people were just jumping on and this was their whole entire life. I've been doing this a long time, y'all. It just so happens that this call is a manifestation of his guidance. If I never call this line again, let me tell you what I know. It will not die because I did not establish it. It is not predicated on me. There are weeks at a time I'll say absolutely nothing. And guess what? Everybody else that's been a part of this process got it. From adults, from seniors, man, to children. There are children that have been born on this. Like we were in the actual OR when babies were born, Amir. Amir was born, and Miss D was in the room, and we rejoiced when he was born. There are people that have died on this line, and we were in the hospital when they said goodbye. You hear me? Philip went to go see Gail right before she passed. If I had not obeyed God and followed his guiding, I would not have been able to make a whole call to the uh, home state in Chicago and send somebody that's on this call into a room. Do you understand what I'm saying? You've got to listen. You've got, like, you've got to listen. Even down to my children living in Oakland, and they were in a situation. I picked up my phone. I called Eric. Eric and Juju got in their car and went to my children. Listening to his guidance, developing relationships. When God wants to change your life, he sends you people. When he wants to impart something to you, he sends you people. Don't be afraid to allow new people in your life because he's going to use that relationship to take you somewhere or to teach you something or to uh, make you accountable. Whatever it is, it is all based on his guidance. Promise. Seriously. Amen. Anybody else? Hi, good morning. Hey, good morning, this is, Lisa. Uh, this, hi. I'm so <laughs> grateful for this line and so grateful for you and for everything that I've heard. And, you know, I just love the way you put your words because you make it so real and so clear where I can pick it up. And I'm thankful for that. And, you know, you talked about the things that you were doing in the past that were preparing you for now. And that's how I feel, you know, like, it was this one guy who used to um, do the crossing guard by my house was at the school. And every day, I would, every time I would get paid, God would say, go put some money in his hand. Now, that made me feel so weird because I didn't want the man to think I was trying to hit on him or wanted him. 
But God just kept telling me to go put money in his hand. And I was like, oh, my goodness. But I was being obedient because that's what he told me to do. And I'm just so thankful because I feel like because of that and because I give my tithes and offers, I'm always blessed because I'm following his um, guidance. And then the other thing I wanted to say, you remember a couple of weeks ago, I just kept complaining about how hard that training was I was in on my job. <laughs> well, you know, they suspended the training and they got me in a whole nother office. I had to go back to work today, but I'm just grateful that I got a break from that stress because it was so serious. And I just kept praying, God, please help me. I didn't know the help was going to come in the form of a pandemic. But whatever way God needed to get me out, I'm grateful, you know. And so I'm just open to whatever he wants me to do, whatever he say do. Because I've learned doing it his way, I can't never lose. I always come out shining when I do it his way. So thank you for um, listening, and God bless everybody. Amen. Amen. Bless you too, that. Amen. Anybody else before we get ready to close? Girl, we living in a time where a tank of gas is a... Lost you a month, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Vonda. I'm just being silly. (laughs) I still ain't got no complaints. That's all I got to say. Listen. Come on. Come on. You and me either. I have not a single complaint. Complaint. I wonder if she'll sing soon. I'm still waiting (laughs) for you to sing. Oh, me? Is that? that, Yeah, Dee Dee. Dee Dee, you. She's talking to you. No, 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 no. Amen. Anybody else? I just have one comment. As I look crazy, can I still look cute? <laughs> you can look cute. Listen, I was cute and crazy. Simultaneously, child, don't play. Girl, you can still be fly while you look slow. I promise. I mean, I did it a million day. You hear me what I say? I mean, I was looking crazy as a roll list with a cute as a button. CC. Call you CC. Wait, I wish, I wish y'all could have seen me getting in and out of Kavina truck. I think it was a year ago today. Like, for real, literally. Or whatever, whatever day the, the crap beat was last year, Kavina said, Cuz. <laughs> I love Kavina. Cuz, you, you want to you use my truck? I was like, girl, I use anything as opposed to uh, keep Ubering and walking and whatever. And and when you when you are listening to him, when you know you operating and what it is that he told you, man, I didn't even care. I remember when the people came to get my car. How about that? And uh, my dog was barking. I went outside. I started laughing. I said, well, sir, can I grab this? Let me get this little. <laughs> Let me get this little stuff out this car. And I didn't have a car from November to April. And so Kavina brought me her Mazda 3000. Baby, it, it probably was, what, about an 80, 
Something about an 85, it probably was a 90 something. But when uh, I say baby, 90, it was about an 86, uh, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and baby, I'll be clean as the board of health. You understand me? And if you get in the car to have them hard vinyl seats, and then it had the nerve to have a gap like it was two seats or something, it should have just had one row. And Josiah would get in the car and be like, I hate this car. <laughs> and it used to eat up everything. Stuff, stuff would fall under the seat. We still ain't found it. <laughs> and I would be sliding sometimes because the seat was so hard and plastic. And sometimes I would just laugh to myself. I started carrying my tennis shoes in the car because I say, well, this is a <laughs> I got to get out of them. But I knew that the Lord had me in the bucket truck. I knew that that's all I could do. I knew I couldn't do nothing but what he was allowing, right? And, and not only did I know it, but I remember the day it stopped. It stopped not far from my house, and it just so happened uh, my girlfriend lives not far from me. So she came and gave me a jump. We was at least able to get it back to the house. But, baby, when I tell you we were spitting laughing, somebody else, they may have been frustrated. They may have been angry. They may, but what it meant was, okay, go have a seat. And for those of you that have been online for a little while, um, there will be moments I try to go get a job. Remember that? <laughs> and I would get them. And every time I would get a cotton picking job, one of my kids would get sick. <laughs> every single time. I, I promise. And I remember even the, the folks that I talked to frequently be like, child. I'd be like, you want to trade? No, ma'am. No, ma'am, we're going to leave you with that. You go ahead and finish this thing. Whatever's going on, I don't want nothing to do with it, ma'am. No, thank you. So there will be moments of discomfort when you follow the guidance of the Lord. But it's always for the time and the season that you were born um, to be and to do specific things. Do not resist the pain of the process. Press into it. Go ahead and press into it. <laughs> my friend Patsy would be like, I hope you didn't get a job. Oh my God. Oh my God. Why would you do that? Oh my God. The kids, what, what did you do? <laughs> Amen. So, God be praised. Thank you all for joining us this morning. Listen, don't forget today is our day that we push our plate back. We meet right back here at 5 p.m. So just go through a very quick uh, gratitude prayer. Whatever you do in this season, be intentional about hearing God. Be intentional about listening to him. Be intentional about doing what he said in that moment, right? Delayed obedience is still blatant disobedience. So I just implore you to be radically obedient in this season and expect God to do something miraculous in your life. I promise. It might take a while. Don't rush it. Don't try to push it. Don't try to accelerate it. Expect that it's working something inside of you that you can't see right now. I promise it's coming. That's all. Amen. Amen. Love you. 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 Love you.
Love you, bye. Love you too, Yvonne. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Healing in the name of Jesus, everybody. Amen. Hey, yeah. <laughs> See you good later, Pumpkin Pie. Have a good day, okay? Oh, good. Okay, beautiful. <laughs> Love you, Miss Yvonne. I got still got those books for you. Love you. I love you too, Juju. Hey, yeah. hey, yeah. I love you guys. <laughs> Bye, Bob. Mona, uh, am I going to talk to you at some point today? It's Wednesday, Yes, we are.